everyone, it's David James Young here for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. Hope you're doing well. Thanks so much for tuning in and checking this episode out. Now, uh, you've probably noticed that this isn't our usual uh, sort of episode. Uh, we don't have a guest this week. Well, we've got some good ones coming up, but nothing this week, unfortunately. But uh, instead of that, I still wanted to put something up. So, I've decided to put together the first ever Bar Bands Q&A. You guys have flung over some questions, and I'm going to answer them right now for you. So thanks to everyone that sent uh, in some questions. Let's get into it. Okay, first question. What was the first live podcast you went to? Well, uh, the first live podcast that I went to was uh, what I still consider probably my favourite podcast, The Little Dum Dum Club, which is a Melbourne-based comedy podcast uh, hosted by two comedians, Tommy Deslow and Carl Chandler. Uh, they did a live episode of their podcast at the Sydney Comedy Store uh, in... Oh, this would have been... I want to say about April 2012, uh, and the guests were Larry Emder and Andrew Denton and Scott Dooley. It was a, it was a really fun episode, actually. Uh, Will Anderson also made a cameo that time, if I remember correctly. Uh, what was really actually pretty funny is that uh, I was already at a show, literally. Uh, I was at the, uh, remember Hardcore? As in, like, literally the show was just named Hardcore. Uh, it was a weekend festival uh, put on by Resist Records. Uh, and the lineup for that particular year was Break Even and Ceremony and Terror. And a bunch of other awesome bands. That was a really super, super fun weekend. Uh, but I left that uh, to... So that was at the Hi-Fi. Uh, what was then known as the Hi-Fi. Previously known as the Forum. Currently known as Max Watts. I literally left that show. Walked about 50 metres up the street. Went to the uh, comedy store. Watched the live podcast. And came back just as Extortion was starting to play. So uh, that was a that was a very fun... Uh, afternoon slash evening in the entertainment quarter. Definitely uh, a time when the entertainment quarter lived up to its name. What was the point where you decided that you wanted to make a podcast rather than just listening to them? That's interesting. I guess probably pretty early on. Uh, I had gotten into a, a handful of podcasts at the start of the 2010s, and uh, not too long after that, uh, I was doing a podcast uh, with my younger brother Chris. We did a wrestling podcast together called The Screwjob. Uh, that ran for oh, about a year or so, and then, yeah, we just could not find the time to do it anymore, unfortunately. Uh, I went off uh, doing podcasts for a while. I had a couple of pilots that I tried out here and there, but nothing really stuck until I started doing Hottest 100s and Thousands in 2014, which honestly feels like a lifetime ago. Like, we've done so, so much since then, but... Uh, yeah, I, I was really stoked with how that podcast turned out, and uh, yeah, I kind of developed the idea for doing All My Friends Are In Bar Bands uh, not too long after that, so we started All My Friends Are In Bar Bands uh, at the start of 2015, and it's been going ever since, and uh, yeah, I, I guess it, it's both of those podcasts have been a huge, huge part of my life. What's the best and worst podcast you've ever done? Oh, look. 
That's a tough one. Uh, if you go back and you you probably can't find them anymore, but any of the old screw job stuff, like most of the editing's really bad, and like the levels are all fucked and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so I would probably say stuff like that, and probably a first season of Hottest One Hundreds and Thousands as well, where we were still trying to figure out what the fuck we were doing. There's a bunch of stuff in there that I'm not <laughs> particularly fond of. Well, I'll say that much, but uh, honestly, everything that we've done so far with Barbands has been pretty satisfying. I've just seen the whole thing as a learning curve, and uh, I'm pretty confident with uh, how we're developing them now, which leads to the best podcast we've done. Uh, I would honestly have to say doing episode 100 with Jay Wally and Murray Cook and Thelma Plum was probably my favourite I also really love the episode we did with Drowning Pool and the episode we did with David Lieberhart just because they were so bizarre and so entertaining and just so interesting. Like, purely for me, I, I, I'm gonna put my hand up there and, and say 100% that was on me. But, uh, at the same time, you asked what the best was and that, and those are up there for me. So, yeah, I would say those. Have you been turned down often when reaching out to set an episode up? So many times. So, 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 so many times. Like you would not believe. I've pitched to a bunch of different acts, uh, local and international, and we just haven't been able to make it work, unfortunately. I've got a stack of white whales out there. I'm not going to mention any names, obviously, but yeah, there's been a bunch where I've been like, I would love to have you guys on, I would love to make this happen, and... The scheduling just wasn't right, or, you know, I was in town when they weren't, or they were in town when I wasn't, all that sort of shit. And so, it's just been a lot of missed opportunities, and, uh, yeah, just stuff we haven't been able to make work. So, yeah, still artists that I'm hopeful that we'll get on eventually, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it can be, it can be very tricky when you're trying to, uh, lo- lock down people for a long form face to face podcast. It's a, it's a lot easier said than done. Do you know anyone in bar bands that are barred from bars? How do they get around it? Great question. <laughs> oh, jeez Louise. Uh, I don't. Uh, I know people that have been kicked out of, uh, bars. Obviously, I think we all do. <laughs> Just, uh, on, on, on particularly bad behaviour. But, uh, that's another story for another time, I think. I'm sure there's some sort of loophole system that uh, someone a bit more savvy than me would be able to alert my listeners to. So, uh, if you're out there, let me know. If you could sleep on any musician's couch, who would it be? Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Not who would I want to hang out with, who would I want to sleep on the couch of? You know what? I reckon... I'm gonna go big, like, let's say, let's say someone like Paul McCartney. I reckon Macca probably has some of the finest couches in his house known to man, and they would be an absolute dream to sleep on. Like, his couch probably costs more than my bed, and it would probably be more comfy than my bed as well. Like, I, I, I'm heading over to Macca's to crash. That's my plan. What are your all-time favourite music venues from both a performer's and an audience's point of view? They can be past or present. Okay, this is a this is an interesting one. Uh, I I guess because there are venues that I've played uh, and 
you know, I, I have a history with, and I also have venues that uh, I haven't played, but I, I've obviously been going to for years and years and years. If I had to pick a favourite venue from the past, uh, look, both from a performer and an audience perspective, that that's Blackwire Records. It always was and always will be Blackwire Records. I've never known a place like that, and I never will know a place like that again. Uh, present, uh, my favourite venue that I've played, uh, probably either Radbar or Oxford Art Factory are both, uh, massive ones for me. I love both of those places very, very much. Uh, and from an audience point of view, I always love going to shows at the Enmore Theatre. I am just always absolutely in awe of that place. I, I just love taking it in. And uh, I have to give love to the Sydney Opera House Concert Hall as well. Um, I know it's a very, very obvious choice. It's like, you know, like picking Citizen Kane as your favourite movie or something like that. But uh, I still think it's just a remarkable, remarkable venue. And uh, I love being in there. So, yeah, so th those would all be uh, part of my favourites, past and present. Are you the next Dom Alessio? Absolutely not. Dom is an incredibly handsome man who is uh, very business savvy and very intelligent and uh, very well liked and well respected. So there is absolutely no way in hell that I could be anything like Dom Alessio. Hi, Dom, if you're listening. What am I reading at the moment? Uh, well, at the moment, I'm reading Fight Like a Girl by Clementine Ford, uh, A Supposedly Fun Thing I'll Never Do Again by David Foster Wallace. I've also been reading The Cows by Dawn O'Porter. And uh, I've also been uh, rereading The Death of WCW by Brian Alvarez. What is my favourite film so far this year? Uh, I'd probably have to toss it up between Black Panther and Blockers. Uh, Black Panther was just uh, a lot of fun, a really, really exciting, really entertaining movie. And Blockers was just ridiculous, really funny, hilarious cast. Uh, and uh, yeah, like uh, subverted a few of the tropes of your usual uh, teen sex comedy fanfare. So uh, I really enjoyed that. What are your thoughts on the new Mac Miller album? Uh, unfortunately, I have not heard the new Mac Miller album. Uh, I wasn't particularly crazy about that guy until uh, the last record, uh, The Divine Feminine, uh, particularly the song Dang uh, with Anderson Pack. That ended up being one of my absolute favourite songs of the year, and uh, I, I really got into him after that, so uh, I'd be really interested to, to check out this new record, and uh, I'm going to give it a spin as soon as I possibly can. What's the most challenging interview you've done in the podcast so far? Look, uh, <laughs> it would have to be David Lieberhart. Like, uh, the man cannot be stopped or contained. Uh, he is just always on his own shit. I barely got a word in that entire podcast. And, uh, yet I would still count that as probably one of my favourites I've ever done just because the guy has such a unique and interesting perspective on everything and he does not hold anything back. So, uh, it was definitely challenging, but, uh, I'm very glad we got to do it. What's the most unexpected reply you've ever received from a question? Uh, honestly, uh, probably from, uh, Andy Falkus from Future of the Left. I literally asked... 
uh, how are you? And he went into this entire rant about, uh, like, bros at his gym that he was really pissed off with. Like, he went on for, like, nearly five minutes just talking about this whole thing. And it was very, very funny. Uh, so, like, I had no idea what to expect. I'd never interviewed Falco before. Um, but it was so, so entertaining. So I'm very glad that, uh, he kicked me off just right for that. Mr. Barbans, your podcast seems to have the momentum of a runaway train. Why are you so popular? Ooh, a tough question, but a fair one. Folks, there's no single answer. Uh, some listeners respond to my integrity. Others are more impressed with my incorruptibility. Still, others buy my determination to lower taxes. And the bureaucrats in the state capital can put that in their pipes and smoke it. Who fucks more, Luigi or Waluigi? Phenomenal question. Thank you very much for this one. Uh, look, poor Luigi's getting on a bit, and, uh, you know, Waluigi, he's younger, he's taller, he's thinner, he's definitely sexier, so I reckon the Waluigi is putting it away at a far, far quicker rate than poor old Luigi. Which record did you enjoy more, Carpool Tunnel Syndrome or Good Thanks? Uh, this was a question posed by uh, local miscreant Xavier Rebetsky Noonan, uh, who really wants to know which of Max Quinn's two EPs uh, do I prefer. Uh, he's been trying to get me to answer this question for many, many months now, and uh, I've been ducking and dodging it, but uh, no longer. I'm finally going to give Xavier the answer that he is looking for, and that answer... Oh, sorry, we are out of time. We are out of time, unfortunately. I want to thank everyone so much for sending in these questions. Uh, again, we'll probably do this again sometime soon, so uh, hit me up at uh, barboundspod at gmail.com. If you would like to uh, be part of the next Barbands Q&A, hit us up on Twitter at BarboundsPod, Facebook slash BarboundsPod, all my friends are on BarboundsPod.com, you know where to find us. I would love to hear from you. Alright, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, stay tuned for next week, we are going to have a brand new episode with some brand new guests, and uh, onwards and upwards into the rest of 2018. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in Barbands.